Hey everybody, wanted to uh, wanted to talk about planting, and more specifically, the the steps that so many people just don't take after buying a tree at a local landscape place or nursery, and uh, even when they get it home and what they do. So. The reason I bring this up is my my uh, property that I live on, which is my wife's childhood home. So we're purchasing it from her parents. Uh, anybody that's ever gone through this process with buying a house from parents knows that you don't really buy it right out. You kind of it's a long term thing. Kind of just you inherit it basically. So. The father-in-law still has, you know, a pretty large amount of say, along with the mother-in-law, um, of what goes on on the property, and they still have things they like to see get done, and, you know, not everything is always highly communicated, because it doesn't really have to be. So, but one thing that they did, they did communicate, and I wasn't on complete agreement with the whole thing, partial, partial part of it I was, but not the whole thing, was, um the removal of trees in the front yard. Now some of the trees, they did need to go. One was dead, um, ash borer, and the other maple was a, um, had that, it was a silver maple and it had the typical like sun scold to the, to the bark on the inside of the canopy and it had some stress fractures running along leads. So that one had to go, it was around uh, drop down wires and, uh, and, um, power lines and stuff like that so hazard mitigation uh then a couple of the uh two of the other ones really didn't have to go he just didn't want them there anymore so i came home one day and i had a pile of logs in the front yard and i had a bare landscape so imagine having a full canopy over half of your yard and then all of a sudden it's gone so my grass is really not happy with us right now because now it gets full sun all day long and it's not used to that so I talked to my wife, I said, hey, we should uh, we should get some new trees, plant them in there. You know, they don't have to be anything big. We'll do flowering trees, ornamentals, or fruit trees. Well, her dad went ahead and did that on his own because my wife evidently went to him and said, hey, if, if, you, uh, if you don't replant something here, I'm gonna buy a sycamore and I'm gonna plant it right in the middle of the uh, yard. And he wasn't very happy about that. Of course, he doesn't realize that sycamores don't get big very quick so he had this envisionment of a sycamore tree that was going to be 100 foot tall in the next 10 years and probably scared the crap out of him so next thing i know he shows up to the house and he's got um he's got four new trees three of them being peach and he's got one hibiscus all right no big deal. I'm, I'm kind of actually pretty excited about it. You know, um, easy trees to take care of, plus they'll produce some fruit for us. They are fruiting. Uh, so, awesome. 
So that yesterday I decided, hey, yeah, not a good time to really plant trees in the middle of summer, but these things are in a black potter, um, potting, potting pot, and they're just sitting out in the full sun right now, baking. And I knew that even watering it in the morning wasn't going to be enough. It, by the mid-afternoon, those roots were probably cooking inside that pot. So I wanted to get them in the ground. So I, I take them over, I find a spot for it, I take the first one out, of course, it's root bound. I mean, they came from Tennessee, I'm in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. So they went from Tennessee to somewhere in New Jersey to a uh, warehouse, and then from the warehouse they went to the big box store of Lowe's where my father-in-law picked it up, half off price, so it gives you an even better idea of what's going on and uh, now they're at my house. So they've been in that pot for a while and they've probably been in a whole range of uh, conditions of light and heat and all that other stuff. So I look at this root ball and I'm thinking to myself, geez man, I'm gonna have to uh, really do some work here. First off, it's in, a, uh, it's in a potting mix of basically just wood chips. Um, little bit of something that is trying to resemble dirt but it's not dirt I don't know what it was uh, but um, if you don't know why plants come in or well trees will come in a uh, pot with basically wood chips it's because it keeps the weight down of shipping and it also keeps the cost down of actually putting soil in um, so the um, the distributors are saving money basically um, throughout the, the blockchain of delivery so that's not really good soil so I knocked it off <clears throat> I spread out the roots a bit and I wanted to see what was going on well evidently it wasn't good enough just to put a little bit in or just what it needed for the pot they had to make the pot also look like it was kind of full I guess that gives some kind of visual to a customer that a full pot they're getting their full money for that's my assumption. I don't know if that's true. That's what I'm gathering now. So, uh, the, uh, the trunk of the tree had been buried for, I'd say, a good, like, three or four inches of the trunk. Uh, got buried in soil in the pot and then sat in the pot for a while. So now you had these, the, you had these uh, roots that were growing off the trunk um, where they shouldn't have been. And one of them, we had a, uh, a nice water sprout growing up off of the trunk as well that was sort of buried too so that had to come out and one of the one of the worst of the trees actually had um, a large root that made it to the sidewall of the pot hit that sidewall then grew straight up and then curved right back down and it or right back in inward to the uh, to the trunk and started growing around the trunk because it started hitting all the roots on the other side and, and backing around again and then you know it started its process of the classic girdling root so long story short on that one I had to prune a bunch of the roots off which isn't bad necessarily for the size of the tree anyway and got rid of all the soil um, and placed it into some amended soil with uh, biochar and organic uh, organic matter from the property that I'm on. Um, notice how I didn't say I went and bought organic soil from 
some store that is organic to somewhere but not where I'm at you, you know organic is organic to the area not organic to wherever the distributors want to bring it to um, unless it's a local a local seller and they're using local product um, then you can get away with it a lot better anyway so I'm doing this and my father-in-law shows up and you know he's happy that the trees are going in but he's kind of looking at me sideways like what are you doing and I realized ah he has no real training in any of this he just enjoys it as like a hobbyist type deal um, so I explained to him what I was doing no big deal he's like well I guess we're gonna find out if it works or not when it dies and I said you know it's not gonna die it's actually probably gonna do ten times better um, than if we would have left it alone and it made me realize just how much people will I don't want to say waste money because it doesn't always it doesn't always go bad but the overall health of the tree will struggle through its years if left in that potting ball uh, configuration without being broke up, without um, being properly pruned with the roots prior to uh, completing the planting. Um, and I, I have seen though where it is a waste of money, uh, where you get these developments that are being made and the landscapers come in and these landscapers are they're, they're kind of under the gun so they they have you know let's say three to four hundred plantings they have to do and they have to do it in a certain amount of time if they were to price the job at the same price that they they priced it at to get it and they were to do the job properly it would take twice as long if not longer um, which means that they would lose out on their overall cash flow income winning percentage and they would lose out then their company would go downhill and blah 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 so but this is all being pushed from with these big landscapes um, and these big developments through the timeline crunch and uh, a lot of that comes I believe anyway from not truly explaining to the customers hey you guys are you guys are spending a lot of money on these landscapes and a lot of times this is this is the curb appeal this is what people look at they can't see the inside of the house or the development or the commercial space when they're driving up they're looking at well this is going to be my view every single day that I'm here is this a view that I will like and if it's a fake view in the pro in the meaning of you know you get these trees that are planted and they look nice now but will they look nice in five years when they're starting to die off and then you know that you know the uh, the property managers aren't going to be really willing to jump on that real fast and so now you're going to be staring at dead trees and then you realize as the customer that you just wasted a lot of money from the very beginning and it was kind of disguised the whole time you never even knew it or if you're a, uh, a homeowner and you're planning you're planning your own trees um, and let's say that it's some kind of memorial tree or heritage tree type deal and you planted it with your kids or it's in memory of grandma or grandpa or something of that nature or you know um, rover the uh, 
that you now have to figure out why did it die. And usually as a homer, like, like I get phone calls of, well, my, my tree was alive for three, four years, and I, I don't understand why it's dead now. All of a sudden it just died. It could have died for a lot of reasons. There's different. There's definitely different reasons as to why a tree will die after being alive for five years or so. But um, a lot of times I'll, I'll dig down into the soil and realize, ah, it never came out of the root ball. Um, whether that meant it came out of the pot and you just kind of placed it into the ground and you could see just a, a ton of large roots that eventually just strangled itself out. Or um, in a lot of cases, you'll see that people don't even take it out of the uh, burlap or out of the cage. Or sometimes they come, larger trees will come in, um, in wooden boxes. The ball will come in a wooden box and people will just place that right down into the ground. So the care of your trees really starts from the moment that you pick it up at the, uh, at the nursery. Um, and I only say that because you don't have control of what happens at the nursery and you don't have control of what happens at the um, tree farms. So you can only say that you know, your care of it starts when you pick it up. But you, you can definitely save yourself a lot of time, save yourself a lot of ag in the future, um, a hit to the wallet by properly taking care of that root ball. Making sure that it's, it's got space, it's spread out, that you've taken care of any uh, problematic roots that you could see happening in the future. You got rid of that, that potting soil, which by the way, probably has some kind of um, either pesticide or uh, growth regulators still shot down into it that are keeping, you know, um, the bad the, with the pesticides, the bad bugs plus the good bugs away, and the bad bugs will come back first. We all know that, and they'll come back quicker. Um, and it's also, uh, you know, preventing the uh, the tree from being able to actually grow um, until those uh, regulators. Are completely washed out of its system and out of the root system and out of the uh, the soil, the quote-unquote soil that it's placed in. So the sooner that you get rid of that soil, the sooner that it can get out of its system and start growing the way that it wants to, which is a good thing. So this is my quick little rant for the day for the podcast on planting, seeing how I uh, it's fresh in my mind because I just did some planting yesterday and this is what I had to go through again if you're gonna plant better to plant in the fall when the temperatures cool down um, and also for your watering quick tip uh, you want basically an inch of water a week um, you don't really want to go too much more than that unless you are in some really really uh, hot spells some heat waves and whatnot uh, and if your soil is wet and you have a morning like my morning today where it's cloudy, I didn't bother with even watering this morning. Uh, the watering that I did yesterday after planting the trees should be good enough. I know with a cloudy day that the water uptake into the tree isn't going to be as much. It's going to be a lot slower. So I don't want to have the tree sitting in, um, pulling water or if, uh, I didn't do the bottom of the hole well enough um, and it's got a bit of a perched water table. I don't want it just sitting for a while. Uh, so I'll wait until probably tomorrow 
when it's sunny again and I'll water it in the morning before I leave for work because we know that trees like to take up water between five-ish, six o'clock in the morning to about 11 o'clock in the after or in the morning. That's their big time for drinking up water and then they tend to shut themselves off for the rest of the day when it gets hot. All right, everybody, hope this helps out a little bit. A um, little bit of a rant, a little bit of uh, also uh, some quick tips there. Hope you guys enjoy your day and I'll see you guys later.